762, a man jumped to the moon. In 491, Galileo made the sun. In 1287, was the first ever Kevin. In 1919, Martin Sheen became queen. Something's after going on. What's the crack with this thing? All kinds of carry-on. Look what's after happening. Hello, Hello and welcome. And welcome. To look what's and after look happening. Look what's after happening. <laughs> yes, you may have heard. I have uh, someone's been shadowing me. This is little Michael here. Hello, it's me, <laughs> me little Michael. <laughs> yeah, he always says it's me, me little Michael. And, uh, and um, yes, he's just learning. Just learning. Learning the, learning ropes. the ropes of. Uh, Colin, of Colin, course, is here. Course. Well. He's How not learning the Michael, he's not learning the ropes of Colin. <laughs> no, uh, come on, Michael. You know, you know well what you're supposed to be doing. You're just learning the ropes of podcasting. Yeah. Well, yes, that's right. Yes, I'm just learning, learning. It's so exciting to be in the room with the pair of you. All right. You're, you're just so. You yeah, but you're not supposed to be on mic, Michael. Okay, sorry. I just yeah. I brought my own. I thought that would be okay. I didn't. I didn't use any of your equipment, but I, I'm just so excited. No, yeah. Well, you've brought a megaphone. Yes. Though, so just put that down. We don't want oh, that. Oh, I've put it on my lips. You it's stuck on my lips. lips. It's stuck. Well, it's you're going to have to be quiet because it's an awful noise. You can't okay, make that I'll noise. Okay, I'll be quiet. You won't even hear me. <sighs> sorry about that, Colin. And sorry Quite about that, right. listeners. Yeah, sorry. I, uh, listen, we're we're starting the new year and we wanted to uh, expand our operations That's here right. yeah. at Base Camp. Um, so we have we have a brand new, you may have heard Killian mention a basement in the last couple of weeks. We've set up a studio here in the basement. So that's where we're doing all our records. And um, we also have an intern, yeah. little Michael. Little now, Michael. I I don't mean... How big would you say Michael is? Um, well, Michael's... Michael's a small man. He's small and big at the same time, yeah. isn't he? Yeah, he is. He, he looks like a big man. He definitely, but he's in in a small way. Yeah, exactly. So Michael's one of those kind of like um like one of the mirrors from the carnival. So he looks right. he looks fully formed, but like he's also very small. He kind of looks like he looks like an animated man from the top of a trophy. That's what he looks like. <laughs> right, I see. Yeah. So if you took the man at the top of the trophy, a trophy, uh, pointed him at a carnival mirror. Looked yeah. at the looked reflection, at the reflection of the mirror, and then animated that, and animated that, animated the image of yeah. the the trophy top. And anyway. who knows, he might be. We don't know. We don't know a lot about little Michael. He was the only one that came back to our advert. Yeah. Now, to be honest, I don't remember uh, putting that ad in the paper. Right. But he was very sure, and he showed me the ad, and you know, my name was at the bottom of it. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't put it in now myself. No. Okay. So, uh, yeah, but the ad was there. So in he comes. Michael right. is our intern now. Yeah, I guess yeah. he is. I guess he is. Like uh, well, I've never even heard of this paper paper before. This paper. This paper, I, I certainly it's hadn't heard 12th. of because that doesn't exist. But um, this paper that that he showed us. Yeah. Uh, I'd never heard of it. No, no, no. The uh, the Dwelth Michael, it's called. And, uh, you know, it was clearly written. Yeah, clearly written. uh Clearly covered in urine. Covered in urine. Covered and in urine. I think that was to reveal because it's it's of course written in invisible ink. He, yeah, he made that very clear, and he was like, "You can only you can only see it uh, if you piss on it." And um, 
so that's what he did. Yeah, and he right gave us a demonstration. Us. Yeah, he showed us. Yeah. And he was like, look, look, the letters are appearing now. Well, I thought it would be the best way to show you. Yeah, all right, please, Michael. Sorry, sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry. I'm just very excited. Do me show you again? I'll show no, you again. No, please. Let me just, I'll tell you what, I'll take out little Michael's little Michael. Oh, that's, I mean, that's the most a Carnival Mirror part of you, Michael. <laughs> Listen, uh, why don't... We're, we're fine, Michael. We thanks. have a bunch of... Um, um, why don't you go and um, just rearrange all the cups? Yeah, and uh, you'll get us get us a coffee or something, Michael. Yeah, Do you know what I mean. That's rearrange what interns uh, put put coffee in all of them, and then um, yeah, and then taste them and, and taste figure them. out which one is the best one to bring in or something. Yeah, something um, like that. And then I don't know, make make copies of the coffee, make yeah. coffee copies. Yeah, photocopy the coffees. Yeah, and then come back into us, please. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Michael. Yeah, no worries. Um, now, do you want me to do it while I'm here or do you want me to go in and do it while I'm not here? Well, how would you do it while you're here, Michael? You're right. I'm so, are you right? I'm, I'm so yeah. sorry. Now, I have to bring the megaphone with me. You can't use the megaphone. Is that okay? <sighs> no, we don't need the megaphone. I don't know where you got it from. We're fine for megaphones. You seem to uh, be the one who brought it. Yeah. Uh, Is it a megaphone? Is it a megaphone? Is it a traffic cone? What's it look like? It looks like a traffic cone. Sounds like a megaphone. I think there might be a <laughs> megaphone stuffed into the traffic cone. Yeah, if you could just listen. Thank you so much, Michael. We really appreciate you being here, but, you know, we're recording. We did let yeah. you know that when we're recording, you have to leave us alone. Yeah. Yep, no problem. Bye. Bye, bye, right. bye, 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 yeah. bye, 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 Michael. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye. All right. Bye now. Yeah. Thanks, Michael. Yeah. Up the stairs now into the kitchen. Okay. I can't believe he was mayor for five years. <laughs> So popular. Yeah, he really was. Um, he, well, the thing is, he would go door to door, but he would stay with every family he was canvassing. He would, he would stay with them. So he would stay with them and keep the, like, go to the next door at the same time. Because well, he, he was going door to door. He was going door to door, but just very slowly. He would bring so the doors be with like, them. <laughs> well, he would obviously, he yeah, would have a selection right. of doors with him. That's, yeah. he, he's little Michael's, you know, doors. That's his company. <laughs> it's a catchy name. <laughs> Not to be confused with Michael's little doors. Different no. guy, different doors. <laughs> bigger Michael, smaller doors. Yeah. This guy's a smaller Michael with bigger doors. That's, which, as a slogan, doesn't make sense. <clears throat> Excuse me. I don't know what's going on with my voice. No, you're all right. <coughs> I don't you know what it is? I think it's the air down here. It's a little damp. It's a little damp. Right. Ever since Michael urinated down here. we. I don't think the ventilation has been great. Right, yeah, yeah. It's it kind of a mist comes out of him. <laughs> well, yes. Yeah. But also I think it's still in the, in the brickwork because we're down in the traditional, um, this is the Vermilion, uh, what used to be the con- the dungeon? Uh, down yes, here. it was the dungeon for a while. Uh, then um, it was the larder. It was the larder, which was a lovely cafe it that your father alley. Uh, opened up in the dungeon. Yes. So it was kind of half dungeon, half cafe. So yes. you could come down, get yourself a sandwich, watch a couple of the prisoners. It was right. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh, oh, gosh. I mean, my father, you know. Uh, at that point, it hadn't been a dungeon in many years. Um, no. So so he, we had to get in volunteers to be the prisoners. Yeah, well, that was part of the thing. You could come down and spend a little time yeah. as a prisoner. Do you want to pay for that or do you want to be uh, one of the prisoners? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, very often people would 
just choose to come down, not have any food and just go in for a little bit of quiet time in the shackles. Like I, my my uh, father used to do that the whole time before he left. Did he? Yeah, he, he used came to down s- to twelfth. Came down to twelfth, and he'd uh, he'd just go into the stocks. Gosh, Remember the I stocks that. that used to be in the back, right? Yeah. yeah. So he used to just go into the stocks for a little while, and he'd he'd call it his alone time. Okay, just yeah. to get away, just to get away from yeah, from, from the a house full of hustle and bustle of creating cop, crop circles and staying silent all the time. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, because yeah. the crop circles, it sounds like it's a very solitary thing, but he used to have a pack of people that would go around and help him out with the crop circles. A pack? A pack of people. Yeah. Like, they were, they were super enthusiastic. Like, have you ever met people from Comic-Con? Oh, well, I you- thought you were going to say... <laughs> Kevin... Uh, but I haven't met from people from Comic Con. No. But they're just so wildly enthusiastic about comics mm. and um, cartoons and all of their characters. Well, that's true of everyone I've met from Cavan as well. Oh God, Cavan's one big Comic Con all year round. Yeah, one. It's full of cosplay. People mm-hmm. walking around in what you'd think is just um, farmer cosplay. Farmer cosplay, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just your your kind of dungarees and your hat and your. They, they they look like normal people, but they're like, this is cosplay, by the way. Yeah, it's cosplay. I'm yeah, actually yeah. an architect. Yeah, I just do it because here in Cavan, yeah, you know, you let your freak flag fly mm-hmm. in Cavan. Uh, what was I saying? No idea. No. Anyway, my dad used to just do that. <laughs> he had a pack of people. And had a pack uh, of people. That's right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So they were called the. Um, they were the crazy crop circle. <laughs> yeah, they were. Yeah, crazy crop circle. It's a shame that that the C on circle isn't pronounced as a K, isn't it? Ah, it is. Yeah, yeah. They were disappointed with that. Looks looks good. The CCC. Yeah, it looks very official. Looks very official. (laughs) Three C's in a row. You can't get more official than that. Well, the CCC. It just sounds. It it does sound like some sort of um, like a governmental body. The CCC. Right. You know. So their headed paper always. Was very well regarded. <laughs> so, and, Always, uh, yeah. So we not used once <laughs> was it not well regarded. <laughs> Even when the guards were arresting them, <laughs> they were like, "Well, listen, your headed paper is is absolutely <laughs> spot on in beautiful, beautiful work of art." But um, yeah, you cannot throw this um, mobile home into that ravine. You can't do it. No, yeah. no, no. Because it's not um, it's just, but that wasn't their remit anyway. No. Do you know what I mean? They were, uh, they they were, were like, look, we, we have headed notepaper. And we've headed like, notepaper. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter. People. You're funded by the government to make crop circles. Yeah. Uh, you have to stick to that. Yeah. You know, we, we let you off with your designs that were further than, they weren't circles anymore. You went into your geometric patterns. Picture Mary Robinson. Picture Mary Robinson. Um, some of your looter work, the kind of... NSFW mm-hmm. um, the, Your game of Ludo that you played Yeah, we let you away with that yeah. The big twister The big twister That ripped through those <laughs> fields Yeah When you were um, when you were working on them We yeah. let you away with that We let you away with that Even though you rode it like a, a rodeo bull Yeah Yeah uh, Anyway, so dad Yeah, dad always got plaudits for his yeah, for his headed, and then he paper. came here and sat in the stocks. Well, that's exactly it. That's yeah. exactly it. So yeah, we're down in the dungeon. It's a little bit damp. Smells a little bit of urine, but we're so happy to have a base for ourselves now. Mm. 
Um, because we've we've always just sort of recorded the podcast willy nilly, like wherever we could. Yeah. Um, just anywhere that we could find a place, you know, a, a simple podcasting studio. Yeah. Um, uh, sometimes know, a recording studio as well. Sometimes a radio studio, something yeah. like that. Yeah. And we would just um, plot ourselves down. But like, listen, don't worry about us. Just set up the mics and, um, you know, maybe put some compression on there. Yeah. Uh, and uh, let it roll. And that's the way we'd go. Yeah. But now we've got a proper dungeon. We have a proper dungeon with um, pretty basic sound equipment. Now, it might not sound echoey in here. No. Because that's we're not doing that. But uh, No, 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 it's not. But we, it's, it's really well sound treated. Yeah, there's very good sound treating on um, this it's dungeon. Just, it's just all, all sort of hay on the ground, I'm assuming. Um, and also, Let's I think hope are these... So. Let's hope that's hay. Well, yeah. Well, it's your house. Yeah. I mean, these these stones feel soft as well. Are they brick? That's right. Are they stone? Uh, they are um, a foam stone. Foam stone? Yeah. Right. We wanted to uh, have the sound dampening, but without removing the stone effect. So we we got a, a bunch of foam and carved it into stones. Lovely. And, uh, yeah. And um, you ate one of these. Is that right? I ate it um, just to check. Just to check if it was non-toxic or yeah, just in case anybody was going to. Uh, you know, it's it's kind of a tradition here. Any piece of building material that's put on this house, someone has to eat it, right? Just to make sure that it's okay. Well, that's so, why Pablo always, whenever there's some building happening around your groundskeeper, Pablo, he fucks off. Hand, he fucks off. He yeah. gets out of there immediately because he knows he's obviously been caught a couple of times before. Um, He's obviously been caught as in like Whenever there's been a bit of building Pablo's had to eat something I mean listen He he. I say well listen Someone's got to eat this And he, he'll he start munching on something Before I've even suggested who yeah. um, You know I'm quite happy to You know it's, it's a family tradition so Yeah you're happy to do it I have on many occasions uh, had a handful of gravel, yeah. bit of sand, yeah. um, just the corner off a double glazing window. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Well, you can see that in your downstairs so, bathroom. I mean, the um, the main hall door, that doorknob has been in and out of me. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And it um, it kind of looks it. Yeah, it has the kind of uh, so it's supposed to be like a lovely smooth golden brass. And it looks golden brass, yeah, like a golden coloured brass, yeah. And uh, it looks like it. It's been a like a mashed toffee, is what it looks like. Well, I mean, that's actually the design because it passed. I I bought it because of that because <clears throat> you knew you were going to have to eat it. Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, okay. I couldn't eat it. It's made of golden brass, so uh, it would be too hard to chew. So I had to swallow it whole. Yeah, you yeah, know. yeah, 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 yeah. Golden brass, yeah, that's the thing. That's so the thing. down it went, and uh, I was like, okay, well, I already lost a couple of knockers down there, so uh, let's get a, a, a doorknob yeah. which has the shape of the inside of my stomach. That's right. Uh, so it'll pass through properly. Yeah, very good. Yeah. Now your knock, the knockers are still in there. The knockers are still knocking about. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you can hear them if you if you hit a good sprint, you can hear the right. two knockers just yeah. sort of clank off each other. There. Yeah. Sounds like a, a horse's gallop. Um, That's right. So you have your two, your two footprints, your two footsteps. It was that steps, time, um, thump, thump, <clears throat> and then it's the clack clack in the stomach. So e- thump thump clack clack, thump thump clack clack. Yeah, there was the time when um, I just I, I just had something else to say, so I wasn't really listening. But um, 
<laughs> there was the time when um, when I was in Spain, of course. <clears throat> oh, and you answered yourself. I answered myself. Yeah, you heard the knocker on the door and then you answered yourself. I did, and no one was there. It absolutely freaked me out. So I went, you know, I was like, I'm out of here because, of course, um, I'd had a run-in with Antonio Banderas before. Of course, yes. yes, yes. We all remember that. That was well-documented. Well-documented. And so I was like, Banderas is back, uh, the old assassin. and uh, Zorro himself. X versus Sever. Was that a thing? What? (laughs) I don't know. Anyway, X, X versus ever. X versus Sever. Yeah. Um, anyway, I ran. I ran straight from the place. Ended up uh, running through a Spanish wine bar. <gasps> Lovely. Lovely. But of course, the knockers were going in the middle of my stomach. And, they thought uh, it was maracas. They thought it was maracas. The band started up. Oh. I ended up doing it, uh, a 20-minute set, dancing there. Of course, flamenco. One yeah, of your, your favourites. Flamenco dancing, yeah. Yeah. Um, the best part about having the knockers in your stomach when you're doing the flamenco is you're never off beat. Like you're always you're you're always dancing to the right rhythm. Yeah, because you're in charge of the rhythm. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Right. Yeah. Like when you when you tired, and the band started to slow down as the, you know your your body starts They'll to slow. They'll keep the rhythm to me. Yeah, yeah. and in the end, um, the Prince of Spain uh, proposed to me that night, but I I I couldn't. Hear him? Couldn't hear him. Yeah, because of the knockers. Because of the, yeah, yeah. yeah I absolutely lost my hearing. Well, of course, yeah. It's just clanging around. Yeah. Nothing louder than a pair of knockers in your stomach as you're flamencoing for your life because halfway through the dance, of course, Antonio Banderas had tracked you down. <laughs> he had. Coincidentally, the knocker was just, knock on the door was just the knockers in my stomach. Yes. Uh, but um, Banderas turns up and... Well, he'd heard tell yeah. of, of a man dancing to his own beat. I know who that is. I know who that is. So he took out his Zorro swords and... Uh, he's Zorro got two? swords. He's got two. <laughs> he made two films, so he's got two swords. He's got one of each, that's right. Yeah, yeah. so he's the original and he has the sequel. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, he tracked you down to that little Spanish wine bar yeah. and you spent the second half of your dance... Um, dancing away from the swipes of Antonio Banderas' right, the whole, rapier. The whole, I mean, God, it must have been five miles, myself, the band, and everyone in the bar <laughs> did, trying to get away from him. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was like uh, it was like a scene from Fame, you know, when everybody's yeah. dancing on the street. But, uh, but you know, I was the one who was running for my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, um, God, it ended up, it ended up being nominated for a Tony. It is, yeah, yeah, uh, an Antonio Banderas Award, a Tony. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So at the end of the year, Antonio Banderas has a, uh, an awards an award ceremony for oh. his favorite memories, yeah, and <laughs> things that have happened in his life, yeah, and uh, that was one of them. That was nominated, them. didn't get it, didn't get it. Yeah, he was like best uh, marias- mariachi chase. Uh, <laughs> street chase. Nominees are Killian Vermillion, and then uh, Penelope Mama Cruz, uh, the Mamma Mia film, film. crew, and um, Puss in Boots. Puss in Boots, yeah. Wow, who won? If you don't mind me asking, uh, it it um, was voided. <gasps> Every vote that was cast um, was um, null and void. Oh God! Yeah. Wow. Because. They seem to be a lot of protest votes. All oh, right, yeah. from Antonio. Yeah, he's the only one who votes. That's what I was going to say. He puts in, but he does like you know, he does 
uh, vote every vote uh, he does on the hour for a week. Okay. And he masses all those votes. Depending on how he's feeling, he's like, yeah. you know, do you know what? Prison Boots now, has it I this think. time. Yeah. But um, no, he seemed to have fucked them all up. Right. Yeah. Was this because of the Me Too thing? That he was he was caught Me Tooing himself? So there was a whole furore around that particular awards year, wasn't there? There Just was. Just a hat on top of the toppling hats. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, uh, he me tooed himself. He also, um, uh, he, of course, there was the campaign that he started. Uh, the Tonys are so white. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The Tonys wearing, are all white. Hashtag yeah. Tonys all white. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. So times I'm, I'm, up. Times up. Hashtag <laughs> times up. Yeah. And um, yeah. Once once Ghislaine Maxwell was named as one of the. Is that how you pronounce her name? I think so, isn't it? Wow, I've just only read it. Ah, uh, yeah, Maxwell. Right, yeah. amazing. Like um, the house. Exactly. That's unrelated, mm-hmm. would you believe? So yeah, once she was announced as one of the uh, hosts, I think that was really when the shit hit the fan for Antonio. Yeah. Um, just to clarify... Just to clar- oh yeah, let's go back. There, there have been no um, actual allegations against... Uh, um, Antonio Banderas. Antonio Banderas. No, no. No. So... Um, no, no, it was, like it was completely... It was due to her It work. was all him... Yeah. Accusing himself. Accusing himself, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was... It, yeah, it wasn't even to do with her kind of weird past or anything. I say weird past... I mean, understand. <laughs> it's a weird past. She's got a weird, weird past. past. Real weird. Talk about understating it. Yeah, but it was nothing to do with that. It was just the fact that she was also white. Right. Yeah. So they'd only announced one host, and she was white. Yeah. Yeah. So this was before all of the kind of weirdness had broke. Yeah. Yeah. Weirdness again. <laughs> kind of understates it. Anyway, this week. Uh, it's the start of a new year. <laughs> I think we need to better out of that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's fine. I think we just move on as fast as we can. <laughs> uh, you want to say weirdness again? No, I don't, don't want to <laughs> say weirdness again, but I think maybe we should not mention Ghislaine Maxwell. Anyway, that's the Tonys. Well, the Tonys, it goes all the way back. It's the Tonys. Don't. Tonys, um, you were chased by maracas. Knockers are down there. You uh, shout out a doorknob. Pablo ate a bunch of gravel. He heads away because every time you build something and you had a foam rock for the dungeon. That's where we are. Right. Anyway, so this week. (laughs) Anyway, this week we are, it's a start of a brand new year. (sighs) Fantastic. Yeah, you're very excited about it. Well, I really am. Like I said last week, I I just love the start of the year because it's always, uh, it's always so, it's like looking at a fresh mown lawn you know mm-hmm. like a, a big white blank piece of piece mm-hmm. <laughs> piece of paper mm-hmm. and uh, yeah the the world is your oyster you can do whatever you want yeah because you have to draw um, pictures of freshly mown lawns <laughs> so it's like looking at a freshly mown lawn and a blank piece of paper you're so excited oh yeah so I have obviously my my blank piece of paper is on an easel in front of my freshly mown lawn yeah and uh, and I paint it. And I just paint it. Yeah. yeah. Now it's just green. Just green. Um, anyway, with the new year, people might be wanting to start something new, such as we thought. There's 
been some fascinating history books have come out recently and people might be looking to look into some history books and get reading this year. Yeah, that's always one of the big ones. There's always, you know, get fit, uh, eat better, read more. Read you know? more. And uh, we think there's some fascinating books out there. And if you're new to the the world of history, if you're new to the, the subject, you know, we think we've found a collection of books that are, um, that are interesting enough to sort of allow you to get into history. Yeah. Um, there's not a huge barrier for entry here. I think that we've picked out a good spread of oh, yeah. our favourite history books. Yes. Yeah. And um, they've all come out quite recently. Some, you know, I mean, some are just our favourites, but also just our really hot topics. Everyone's talking about them right now. Controversial yeah. books. Yeah, yeah. Some of them are. Uh, they're in the newspapers. They're on the headlines because of, you know, they've they've stoked up a little bit of controversy like you said yeah um, but some of them are just kind of stone cold classics yes of course yeah well um, well the first one here is yeah. is this is from um, this is from your collection and it's a lovely leather bound book mm. and it looks like it's been in your house for a number of weeks yeah um, <laughs> you can tell a number oh, yeah. of weeks. A number of weeks. <laughs> yeah, you can really tell <laughs> yeah, from the yeah, look of this yeah. book that, oh, it's been there, I would say, 21, 28 days, something like that. Yes. Well, I'll tell you how yeah. I know. Mm? The receipt is on the inside cover. That's right. That's a dead giveaway. That'll so tell you straight away. If you're looking at a book and you're wondering how old it is, uh, look for a receipt. Look for the receipt. Yeah. Yeah. Or even sometimes there's like a little... Uh, price sticker on the back mm-hmm. and very often that'll give you a hint as well. Yep. Or it might um, have a library um, card inside it and it'll show you when it was first checked out. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So this um, this one is called The Rise and Fall of Verizon Tall. Yes. The Rise and Fall of Verizon Tall. Now, of course, um, it's about uh, the US um, giant communication company Verizon. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so there's a, there's a number of big communications companies in America. There's AT and T. There's Sprint. There's T-Mobile, and yeah. of course, there's Verizon. Verizon. Now, this book was actually written uh, by Colm O'Gollum. Colm O'Gollum. Have we said him <laughs> before? We've talked about him before. <laughs> now, Seems implausible <laughs> that we would have called somebody Colm O'Gollum before, but I, I feel like we probably have, Yeah, which is incredible. So this is somebody that we, we might know. Yeah, God, we've probably given a full account of who he was yeah. and all he did. Probably had a couple of brothers, probably was raised in a cave or something. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, this is the, what's so fascinating about this is that it's a pop-up book. That's right. Um, you won't see a lot of history books that are coming out recently that are pop-up books. No, it's a leather-bound. <laughs> it's a leather-bound. All the pop-ups are made out of leather, so they're quite floppy. <laughs> Uh, yeah, this the reason this was so controversial was it it was protested quite heavily by uh, animals rights groups. Yeah, that's it right. just seemed like an unnecessary use of of animal skin. <laughs> just like most, it says in the front cover, like to be honest, the leather's not helping. You might want to just take that off. Yeah, so yeah, people yeah. are just throwing it away. Yeah, but but all the all of the pop-ups within are made of leather as well. Yeah. So we've long figured out that paper is a, is or cards Doesn't like a thick well. paper is yeah. a, is a perfect 
it's a perfect use or a perfect way to make something pop up out of a book. Yeah. We figured that out. We figured that out. I don't know why Colm O'Gollum decided... Colm O'Gollum, I mean, yeah. You know, he's he's a controversial figure in himself. He is. Uh, as we've talked about before, probably. Yeah. Well, he has, as we have probably talked about, but he has, he said that he, all of the leather that was used to make these books was hand-sourced by himself. So he killed all the animals himself. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's yeah. why he... Very proud of it, fact. Yeah. Um, would you say, uh, Colin, that... Um, do you know what? Colm O'Gollum was probably on the episode where we had Colm O'Gollum. Could have been. I think that is... I think I think that's oh, who that was. Oh, was called Colm O'Gollum. Yeah, I think so. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Anyway, so he's it's a friend of the pod. So it's a friend of the podcast, and that's why we we got a copy of it. Yeah, of course. It was uh, probably. A f- I tell you what, it was probably, <laughs> you probably got it into your house around the same time you came in to record the podcast. Yeah, no, that'll probably line up. Now that we're saying that, would you reckon that the leather bound the the, the leather, leather cover on this book looks a little bit like? Would you think that looks a little bit like Cullum? You know what? It doesn't not look like him. Yeah. It's like not. It's not further screaming not, in agony. Yeah, it's not yeah. far enough away from him for me to be comfortable about it. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. The teeth are a bit messed up, aren't they? Not uh, that they're bad teeth, but just seeing them on the back cover of a book. That's strange. That is unusual. Kind because when I flipped it over, because I tried to put it down on the table. Yeah. And I heard it kind of rattle. Yeah. And I flipped it over because it wasn't. It wasn't sitting flush to the table and I flipped it over and there was just like a, a full row of teeth mm-hmm. and I was like I know that face <laughs> I know those teeth I know those teeth but yeah, I couldn't place them at me before. I couldn't place them yeah God I hope he's alright I yeah I hope he's alright I hope he's alright anyway uh, so that's that's number one uh, yeah just the, the story of Verizon. Verizon and Verizon Tall the reason it's called Verizon Tall the rise yeah. and fall of Verizon Tall is well because Verizon is not only um, one of the most popular uh, communication companies so in the US popular. it's also one of the tallest <laughs> <laughs> that's right they have masts on some of the highest places in America yeah, yeah. I'm proud and, and this book details how they got them up there Yes. In great detail. And a lot of the pop-ups, of course, are just uh, telephone masts. Yeah, it's kind of, it's written in the style of the, you know, the Stations of the Cross. Right. So every page is like a station yeah. of the Verizon's tower getting put up. And there's yeah. just a man bringing a tower. It is quite a rip-off. Would of- you say this book uh, is just uh, a book that was the Stations of the Cross and somebody's just written <laughs> over it them? It does, now that I look at it, it looks like someone's just scrawled over yeah. the words Jesus and cross yeah. and put in column and mast. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, it very much looks like someone's just defaced a book. I can't see there being more than one copy of this book. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. It says it's available in the shops. Mm. But But it also does say, when you're finished, bring it back to the shops. Yeah. So maybe it's It's available in the shops when you bring it there. Okay, well, so this actually may not be the, the perfect one to begin. Our our journey through books you can read. But if you're interested in this book, do get in touch. Yeah. And we'll send it on to you. And we'll send it on to you. Now, the next one is definitely available in the shops because it um, uh, people will have heard about it. About it, It's very popular. 
It's a uh, it's the biography of uh, George Washington and uh, Kesha. <laughs> and it's really fascinating. It is to compare the two lives of Washington and Kesha. Yeah. And you know what I found fascinating about this? Cuz I yeah. read this over the Christmas. What I found fascinating was he the the author she, Sarah Parnaby. She, Parnaby, she doesn't shy away from the bits that don't line up. So there is a couple of, of um, there's a couple of points where there's some parallels. You yeah. know, they were both, both born yeah. in the US. Absolutely. Um, they both had parents who were teachers. And, um, but then, then it starts to diverge. And, you know, one of them is a kind of pop star and one of them is very much like a uh, goes into a military life yeah what did you think of the chapter which was all of Kesha's songs uh, with the lyrics changed as yeah. if George Washington had written them I you know what like that I actually really liked yeah I I've, thought that I've was ended genius. up seeing those uh, around the house have you yeah because um, I what, what did you think because that was excellent right because they were songs that I knew what did you think of George Washington's songs that they had changed to lyrics that Kesha would say. Kesha might have written. Yeah. Now that is um, that is an interesting talking point because a, a lot of people are saying I don't think George Washington wrote any songs. Yeah. Uh, I think these are songs by the B fifty twos. I don't think George Washington was in the B fifty twos. So you're changing lyrics of B fifty two songs. Yeah. Well, I think in fairness to Parnaby, if oh. Yeah, you you got a little bit emotional thinking about that. I just did because I was thinking if I was in her position and I knew that I had to write uh, a chapter about George Washington's songs and he didn't have any, I just I'd start to panic mm. and I would grab songs from whenever wherever I could. Yeah. And the B52s we've mentioned a couple of times on this podcast, I think. And I don't know if I've mentioned it, but I haven't a fucking notion who the B-52s are. The B-52s? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we've I mean, had this argument about you, it before as well. Like the, you, know like, the, you know Love Shack. Yeah, you've said Love Shack before. That's right. Yeah, that's I mean, right. I remember that we've had this verbatim this conversation. You do know Love Shack, though. I do know Love Shack. Okay, yeah, well, yeah, that's yeah, all yeah. we need to know. Um, so she just went, She yeah, Parnaby changed it to Kashak, baby, Kashak. And yeah. you're like, well, that's... I don't even think though would Kesha write a song which is just her name but with Shaq at the end. Well, it was a it was featuring Shaq, of course. Oh, right, of course, yeah. Um, there is some beautiful illustrations, though. Yes, yeah, stunning illustrations um, done by uh, Parnaby's Owl. Yeah, Parnaby's Owl, um, which is more. In a way, more fascinating than the book itself, that she can get absolutely. an owl to draw pictures of George Washington, pictures of Kesha. Well, and pictures of Don Conroy. That's what I was going to say, is that it's actually an owl who draws Don Conroy. And I thought that that's fascinating as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's great that we get to mention Don again. <laughs> we Listen, love a good it's mention It's a brand of new year and we're talking about brand new things. Brand new things, you're right. So yeah. just Washington and Kesha. Um, yeah, so th- some of the chapters where they were like, George Washington was a general who mm. led uh, the US Army um, against the invading British. And then Kesha was a songwriter. Yeah. Rapper? Could be. Could be. Could, Could be. well be. Could well be. I mean, be. that's that's one of the things that people are saying, like, 
it's a it's a bit of a shame that it seems vague on the details of Kesha's life. Uh, yeah. Like, is she a rapper? Is she? But that was due to Kesha. Kesha asked her to remove a lot of the details. Yeah. Because uh, you know Kesha, her whole mystique is that you know people don't know a lot about her. You know, people, uh, for a long time, Kesha's mystique has come from the fact that people don't know that she's not George Washington. Oh yeah, but that's why that's why Sarah Parnaby um, thought to to write this book to just be like, okay, let's actually take a look at this. Is yeah. Kesha George Washington? Yeah, and and by the end of the book, you you learn that like she might be George Washington. And that's all you really learn because you don't really learn anything else about Kesha. You don't really know what she does or any of her songs. If she's mm-hmm. a rapper, because I read the whole mm-hmm. book and I'm not sure if she's a rapper or any of those things. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. So, so it's really, it's really a, it's a history book that's light on history. But I think that's perfect. That is perfect. It's perfect if it, if you're trying to get you just dip your toes into this fascinating yeah. world. Now, um, the next book that we have, yeah, is shaped like a triangle. That's right. And it is called the, um, it's a mystery, mm-hmm. and it's the the Pythagoras conundrum. Conundrum. Yes, that's, that's right. right. Yes. Um, so it's a mystery about, um, Pythagoras goes away with uh, a group of people to a pyramid in the forest. Yeah. And... Um, they uh, one by one they start to die mm-hmm. and they leave behind some of the most famous mathematical equations right and uh, in the end there's only one left mm. and we find out who it is now I don't want to give yeah, any spoilers don't, spoil the whole don't want to spoilers thing. but now uh, did you have the same reaction to this book that I did where the whole time I was like is this historical fiction or is this historical fact? Because I it at no point says, yeah, this actually happened or, by the way, I'm just making this up. Yeah, so I think that this, I figured that it was fiction. Right. Historical fiction. But uh, the way the way it was written, I don't want to give anything away again, but by the end, mm-hmm. I don't know if you felt this, but by the end, once they started to, um, once there was, the Terminator was involved mm-hmm. and uh, once, you know, Katniss from Hunger Games arrived yeah. I was like maybe there's more to this than first meets the eye now it, it is strange that Katniss uh, is just mentioned like for one whole page in stuff that probably could have happened in Hunger Games and then the next page which doesn't look the same is in it's a different size yeah and it, yeah it doesn't really fit into the triangular cover yes that's right yeah yeah uh, leading some people to suggest that um, the author uh, has just taken pages out of the Hunger Games and stuffed them in there to pad it out mm, authors now authors, authors of course yeah. yes um, so Richard Sa- and huh Richard and uh, well I was going to say Sir Richard yeah Sir Richard and uh, Sir Richard and Florence Llewellyn yeah Sir Richard and Florence Llewellyn um, first time they've worked together first time they work together but are a married couple yeah um, so the first time that they've collaborated on a book I read now this is a little bit of behind the scenes I've read that they read they wrote their halves of the book separately and then brought it together for the uh, publication yeah so the first half is written by Florence mm-hmm. riveting tale of interweaving intrigue yeah and the last half of it was left to Sir Richard mm-hmm. and it's in those pages that there's a couple of 
pages ripped from other books. Yeah. Seems like he phoned it in or he ran out mm-hmm. of time and decided mm-hmm. I'll just steal from other stories and throw I'm it in here. I'm just going to put this in here. The yeah. Terminator. Um, There's so the clown that lives in the sewers. Yeah. That feeds on children. Uh, There's just some, some are just paintings. Um, the pages, <laughs> <laughs> paintings done by children. Yeah. <laughs> Um, there's a clothes peg but that's what a lot of people are really being drawn to is it it, it gets really interesting you know it, it's kind of like Ulysses yes exactly it's kind of like a it's a it's a description a really graphic description of what a nightmare feels like mm-hmm. you know in isolation each one of the happenings seem like they make sense so you're like when you're in a scene of a nightmare you're like oh yeah no this makes sense yeah of course I'm my my knife is bleeding and uh, you, like I'm standing on the edge of, of a cliff yeah, flying in the wind or something and you're yeah. like well that all makes sense yeah. that all makes sense which turned out to be true for you well it, well, it was a yeah. premonition you were like this is a nightmare this is a nightmare and I was like it fucking is a nightmare but this is real life my friend it is real life yeah, yeah. and I thank you for talking me down yeah because uh, that geez, that that was fucking wild that was um, that was leaving a certain night right uh, yeah 1994 yeah yeah and you're, the class you taught that year uh, didn't make it <laughs> yeah they weren't uh, didn't they weren't it. great no they didn't and uh, they just unfortunately they all failed across the board yeah and so nobody wanted you to you talk out. them e- into failing the subjects that you didn't teach yeah yeah you yeah you were like listen I'll tell you about um, economics yeah don't listen to Mr. O'Grady not at all well O'Grady's breath was it was horrific Halitosis. Mm. So it was difficult to listen to in the best of times. Mm. And uh, so I would teach them. Yeah, I would give them grinds and subjects that I didn't know. And yeah. across the board, they all failed. Yeah. They really did. And so when Leaving Cert Results Night came out, came along, I was the only one that went out celebrating. I had a little too much of, uh, I, I bought, I think, a poutine and a little too much of it. And I kind of woke up uh, with a set of angel wings on and a blood-covered knife mm-hmm. and sort of just sort of flying in the... Blood in the, coming out of the knife. Blood coming out of the knife. Yeah, yeah it, was a, it was a fake knife. Yeah. It was a fake knife, yeah. That I got in a, a joke shop or something. Right. Presumably. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'd hope so. I'd yeah. hope so. Yeah, I don't know where I got it, to be honest, yeah. but I'm assuming so. So anyway, like, thank you so much. That was a dark, po- a dark moment for me, a period of my life that I'm not too happy with. It was probably the worst I'd ever felt as a teacher. Yes. And that's yes. where we met. That's right, yeah, that's where we met. We're finally getting to it. Uh, I was walking pa- past, yeah. um, looking for a friendly dogging site. Um, not because I wanted to watch anybody no, having aware. sex, but I just... Um, you like fella- to know where they are. Yes, one of the fellas there had my um, VCR, so I was just heading down to get it back off him. He said, I'll meet you there. Yeah, I have other business to attend to down yeah. there. I'll meet you at the dogging site. Yes, yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, our final book. Our final book is uh, Through the Booking Pass. Through the Booking Pass, yes. How things have been booked in the past. Uh, It goes in great detail through um, kind of um, uh, ledgers. 
word of mouth. Initially, it was just word of mouth. Just I'll hold, uh, I'll hold my thumb out, <laughs> and we'll know that that means that you've booked this place for one o'clock. Yeah, and I'll keep my thumb there until you get back. Exactly. Now that all that was a great system, and that worked mm. for you know decades until, of course, uh, people began to lose their thumbs. Mm. Because they were operating, it was around the time of the Industrial Revolution, so people were yeah. using their hands with massive machines. And if your thumb yeah. is just sticking out, you're going to lose a thumb. Were you surprised, Colin, that this book was written by Ronnie Whelan? Uh, Ronnie Whelan, of course, former Irish football player, Ronnie yes. Whelan. Yeah. Um, you know what? At face value, I would say yes. I, mm-hmm. I was surprised. I, I didn't think that he had the chops to pull this off. Yeah. Because I've read some of his other books. Yeah. You know, he's a, he's a prolific children's author. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, does a, he does a great weekly column in the Of Mice and Mentos, the Mint Enthusiasts magazine yeah. that I get. And, Mint uh, and Mice. Well, yes, a little yeah. bit of mice, but he, yeah. he mostly focuses on the kind of breath, the breath men side of things. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, I knew his style of writing, but I really didn't think he had the chops for this. Do you know what? I was pleasantly surprised, I have to say. Great. Yeah, because yeah. you've watched his punditry, wouldn't strike you as somebody that has a huge amount of nous around this. Yeah. Uh, but he did. Yeah, he did. It was fantastic. Surprise ending uh, when uh, Tony Cascarino comes in at the last moment and uh, sticks the ball on the back of the net. On the back of the net, yeah. <laughs> I really, you know what? I was reading that in the bath and I yeah. leapt out of the bath. Yeah, I really did. Uh, what a what a magical what moment a magical to relive moment, it. Yeah, God, it was electric. Gets it, really it all was. the way up to the to the line. You're like, he's almost he's almost done it. He's almost yeah. finished the book, and then. Whoosh, in comes Cascarino. Cascarino, yeah. Packy Bonner punching the air. Yeah. Uh, tears in Paul McGrath's eyes. Just fantastic. Yeah. Really, really great um, writing. Mm. And the name of the book, of course, is Through the Booking Pass. Yeah. yeah. So, and that's how he, uh, that's how he sort of linked it together. So initially it was like how you booked things. So it goes all the way through kind of like uh, ledgers, like you said, and internet. <laughs> out. All that sort of stuff. Internet booking. Internet booking. Yeah. All that sort of stuff. Texting. And then, t- texting. Yeah, to yeah. text something like, hey, listen, will you book that for me? Yeah. Uh, stickers. Stickers. There's a huge, there was a, a whole post on, or a whole chapter on stickers where you just sort of slap a sticker on it, say sold. Yeah. That's how you book it. And um, and then in the tickets. end. Tickets. Tickets are a great way. Great way to book things. Great way to book things. And then at the end, of course, was the pass element of the book, mm-hmm. which was when Ronnie Whelan passed mm-hmm. it through the Italian backline yeah and uh, into the path of Tony Cascarino yeah yeah well that's it that's our sum up of the uh, most interesting books yeah the history books well we have a, a stack here now we might, we might come back to these because oh, we have a yeah. stack here of books yeah that we find are, are they're critical reading I think if you yeah. want to get into uh, reading history this year yeah yeah um, but uh, that's all we have for you this week and we hope the start of your year is uh, a bright one yeah and we hope uh, that if you're making resolutions that you you do so with kindness you know don't beat mm-hmm. yourself up if you're not sticking to your resolutions you know you're just trying your yes. best yes uh, of course um, Sheila down the town her New Year's, New Year's resolution last year was to beat herself up every day yeah yeah, yeah, and she stuck to that until she stopped. It was a couple she of days stopped that and she, she really beat herself up about oh, that. Now she did. She beat herself up for not doing it, yeah. and you know, 
at one point you're like you're holding your hands down and you're like Sheila stop it now is this because you're doing it every day or is it because you've forgotten to do it yeah and if she says it's because I'm doing it every day then you have to let her do it yeah. she's sticking <laughs> to her yeah. she's sticking to her uh, her resolution yeah um, have you got your one big resolution Oh, did I not establish what it was? I last don't know if we week? did because we said that last year's was skateboard. The year before yeah. was the cherries. Yeah, uh, this year I am going to uh, shoot the moon. You're going to shoot the moon. Good yeah. man. Yeah. Um, I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to uh, unlearn the violin. I think. Great, great. That's the plan. Well, um, that's what that's our plan. Um, that's what's that's our plan. That's exactly. what's our plan. That's what that's our plan. And we'll plan to see you next week. Until we do. Until we do. That's what's after happening. Yes. In 1162, a man jumped to the moon. In 491, Galileo made the sun. In 1287, was the first ever Kevin. In 1919, Martin Sheen became queen. Something's after going on What's the crack with this thing? All kinds of carry-on Look what's after happening